0: Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Still Waiting from the album Prince. It was recorded in April to the 13th of June 1979 at the Alpha Studios in Burbank and released on the 19th of October 1979. Um, As with a number of these songs on this uh, second album, it's just Prince by himself playing all the the songs Um, and the track is 4 minutes 24. Um, It was released as a single. Uh, with Bambi as a B-side on the 25th of March, 1980. Um, and then <laughs> Bambi was released as an A-side and this was the B-side on the 19th of September, 1980. Warner Brothers really getting as much value for money as they possibly could out of every single album track that Prince recorded uh, in these first few years. Uh, today, I am joined by Jean Weber. Hello, Jean. Hello. And before we get into this song, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, if you can remember how you got into Prince, if there's like a, a song or something that you remember hearing when you were younger, or if there was like a, an album that someone introduced you to, or you know, if you saw Purple Rain at the cinema and and that made you a Prince fan.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think you you hit the the spot, I and mean, the Purple Rain was my en- my entry on the movie, you know, and then. Uh, yeah. He was kind of a. I'm an old. I'm older than you, Darren. So I, I was a big fan of <laughs> funkadelic, you know, and Jimi Hendrix, and all the and Sly yeah. Stone. And all of a sudden, the uh, Prince arrived, and he was kind of a synthesis of, of all those artists I, I loved before, you know. So he was a yeah the messiah for me, musically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, I mean, obviously,
0: once you got into Prince, you know, uh, did you, like, follow him for the rest of the 80s then? Then I started
1: researching his earlier stuff, you know, and uh, I think I'm a really, really, really big fan from uh, Controversy. Up until, I would say, Love Sexy, you know, and then yeah. uh, a little less. And before Controversy, also a little less because I think he was uh, still looking for his voice, you know, even though he was very talented, obviously, and uh, multi-talented. I'm, I, yeah. I think Controversy is really when he starts finding his real voice, you know. Well, handily enough, then, let's talk about this track where Prince is kind of... Um,
0: still finding his voice. Yes. It's um, it's it's a, it's a I'd, I'd say it's kind of like a like a ballad is, if I was going to put a genre on it.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful ballad. It's a very soul soulful, you know. Kind of, uh, but yeah. I mean, in, in that genre, I mean, I, I I prefer maybe Curtis Mayfield or Marvin Gaye, you know. But he's still doing a great job. Beautiful voice, beautiful arrangements. And it's a great melody, so he's the king of melodies all the time, you know?
0: In fact, you mentioned soul, and it did actually... uh, The single did reach number 65 on the Billboard Hot Soul singles in 1980. Interesting. Billboard seemed to have all these weird little kind of very specific charts. Um, (laughs) And for the first few years of his career, Prince seemed to only have a chart on kind of specialty charts. He never really kind of crossed over until kind of like 1999, and then he actually started charting on just the normal, regular Billboard Hot 100.
1: Uh, around what time? Around what, what album, would you say, or what song? 1999.
0: Oh, 1999. I, like, okay. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, I okay. Think that, and I think 1999 a Little Red Corvette, that was the time when he actually started charting on the the, the official Billboard Hot 100, rather than okay. just like the soul or R&B or like, right, right. black charts. He, he had More a very specific of... charts, yeah. The interesting thing about these lyrics, uh, you know, for this song, is that he's kind of talking about how he's alone and broken hearted is kind of the the theme
1: the the um, gist of it yeah
0: and the, and this this is something that i've talked about on other tracks but um you know we forget that this is prince as a as like a 20 year old 21 year old writing
1: these songs uh, That's amazing it's like he's like stevie wonder in that respect a really a genius a, a child prodigy almost yeah
0: and a lot of the songs he's kind of very kind of confident and cocky and he, he's kind of very assured but right. in this song he's saying stuff like um People say that I'm too young to fall in love, but they don't know. They really don't know. And he talks about how he spent his nights just a-crying. And his he was days a... <laughs> just a-trying, which is a great kind of rhyme. It's beautiful. Um, it, was a,
1: it was a more innocent time for him and for the world. And he's,
0: he's kind of just talking about... To me, it doesn't seem like he's addressing a specific um, woman. He says a few times, you know, If you're still out there, girl, please come to me. And it seems a little kind of vague. I mean, I I don't know, to me, it doesn't seem like a very kind of specific um, kind of breakup. It just seems that he, he's not happy with being single and he would he, kind of settle for it. I anyone. think
1: it's a good explanation. And I think that uh, in his later songs, later in life, he would become would become much more specific and much more graphic in his description.
0: <laughs> and, you know, he, he talks about here. I mean, obviously, the, the chorus is, you know, um, talking about how he was waiting for love to come around. Mm. Um, and there's some nice kind of like... Um, uh, like synth stuff going on in this song i think yes uh, and and you know obviously prince doing his own backing vocals but i like how he's got these kind of um, almost like a do wop feel, I would say.
1: It's true. It's it, it's very old school, yeah.
0: With him saying like "waiting for love" when he's like, you know, kind of doing these little counterpoints in between each of the lines.
1: And his falsetto is a, a truly amazing already. You know, the, the, the way he reaches yeah. those high notes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That I, I mean, obviously, you know, the, <laughs> these first few albums, it, it is all it always it's always in falsetto with Prince. Absolutely, um, yeah. it's kind of remarkable on those first few albums if he actually goes into a lower register.
1: Yes, I I, I like Curtis Mayfield a little bit. Who was also a, a lot in falsetto like that when he was singing and you know
0: the song finishes with this the kind of refrain of still waiting and then prince saying i'm waiting for love uh don't make me cry no more and then we kind of go to a little bit of a a fade out and you know it just feels to me it feels kind of like the song doesn't really go anywhere at the end it's kind of just kind of (laughs) peters out a little bit like prince kind of was you know kind of a bit tired of being in the studio and he was just like okay let's it's (laughs) Let's just I, this. it's <laughs> definitely
1: not one of the i mean i i remembered the song from uh, back in the day but uh, yeah. it's not one of the one i chose uh, on my own accord because i there's other songs by prince that i much more prefer than this one but it's interesting to see an artist uh, forming himself you know at the beginning of a burgeoning and a beautiful career and little by little finding like i said his voice and uh, what a career i mean even though it, he was cut a little short you know unfortunately Prince. He didn't really perform this song very much after the first couple of tours that he did. Um, You
0: know, he did it on the tour for this album. He did it on the next couple of tours. Okay. And then basically, after nineteen eighty five, he he just he never kind of really performed it, you know, live. Yes. Um. Although interestingly, um, interestingly, from your point of view, Jean, the last Mm. time he performed it live was actually in Paris, France. Oh wow. in two thousand ten, he uh, he did it as uh, as kind of uh, uh, cool. part of like a, a medley with some other songs.
1: I like when artists do that when they revisit their old uh, old stuff, you know, that they never play live. And he lo- he had a yeah. special relationship with Paris. I saw him play in Paris, and he was always doing amazing concerts over there.
0: He did. I mean, it's funny actually because um, you know when Prince had a big tour, he would always kind of uh, you know get to get to make sure that he got to Europe and kind of perform in kind of like Germany, Paris, you know, like he. He really kind of, um, he obviously, you know, when he did 21 Nights in London, um, at the O2, you know, he knew that he had a European fan base. Oh, yes. Um, Big time. And yes. he, he always liked to kind of go back there. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the Sign of the Times concert film was kind of filmed, uh, I think, in Belgium. Um, yes, or the yes. Netherlands. And um, and the the Love Sexy Tour, there's a, there's a live video of that, which was recorded, uh, I think, in Rotterdam. So, okay. you know. He's he he obviously valued his uh, his European um, his European fans.
1: Yes, very much so, and they they really loved him too. You know, it was uh, both it's, ways. It's
0: interesting uh, as well that uh, that final that final time that he played this song. Uh, was actually the day after my birthday in two thousand ten. So oh, right. <laughs> that's cool. That's a sign. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's you know I think this is a kind of it's an interesting song. It's interesting that it's kind of like got such a long fade out. I, that's the kind of thing that struck me about this song is like Prince has really kind of taken his time to kind of get into this fade out for kind of like. 12 15 seconds it's uh it's it's quite what's you know, the position
1: of the the song i forgot in the album is it like in the beginning of the album or at the, the end of the, uh, where did he place it it's third from end so straight after this okay it kind of um, it
0: goes straight into i feel for you okay um, so, i love it and, and, i love that song yeah and it comes out of bambi which mm. is obviously you know like a kind of a very hard rock song compared to this so it's an interesting placement you know, between those two songs. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: why I was asking because I'm always interested in where uh, the artist places their music in the album. I mean, in the old days, <laughs> in the old album days, <laughs> yeah. yeah, when albums still existed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: So, so yeah, I think it's it's interesting that you come out of this kind of hard rock number, Bambi, which, if you listen to the last track, covers quite a controversial subject, uh, yeah, which is. Yeah. Prince, Prince believing that uh, lesbians should just have sex with Prince, <laughs> and then obviously going into "I Feel for You," which you know later on obviously was such a huge hit for uh, for Shaka Khan. Yes, um, it's Wonderful almost as if this cover, this song, kind of gets a little forgotten. Um, but you know, I I think Prince is kind of um, with these first two albums, he's really kind of trying trying on different kind of personas almost. Yes, and this this kind of you know love kind of teenager kind of, with a a little bit of a kind of ballad but with a bit of a doo-wop feel and a bit of a soul feel. It's almost like he's He's not settling on a genre because he, he wants to give them all a try. Yes,
1: and show uh, how uh, multi-talented and diverse he can be, yes. You know, it's an interesting song.
0: Although I have a feeling on my iTunes I've only given it three out of five.
1: <laughs> Do you have a, I have a question for you, Darren. Do you have Prince's vinyls or you just uh, have like uh, CDs and, uh, or tracks? When I got into Prince, I was
0: I, I got the tapes of his albums. I okay. still have my tape of um, Diamonds and Pearls and Symbol. Cool. Um, which I got for the, the Christmas, Christmas, Christmas in ninety one and ninety two for me. Um, <laughs> and then a few years later, when I was able to, I started buying the CDs. But um, the only, the only thing I have of Prince is on vinyl. I have two. I have two things. I have one 12 inch, which is uh, Get Off. Okay. Um, which was you know the first kind of song that got me into Prince. And then I also have um, If I Was Your Girlfriend, a seven inch, which I okay. bought many awesome. years later uh, and has the b-side shockadelica which is well,
1: cool. one of my I favorite l- b-sides l- i love that song yeah,
0: yeah i had a i had a
1: vinyl fun. of america you know the one the song from uh, yes and i lost it unfortunately but there was like a 15 minutes of uh, guitar solo kind of like eddie, yeah. ha- eddie hazel eddie hazel you yeah know, from uh, funkadelic it was amazing yeah. and i'm so bummed i lost it <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, I mean, I was gonna say
0: maybe you could find it on eBay or something, but I have a feeling that since Prince's death, a lot of uh, the, the different singles and stuff you... on eBay are quite expensive. Maybe, Absolutely, so I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be unlikely you'd be able to find that anywhere for uh, for a decent price. True. Um,
1: but out of five, what would you give this song? Um, I think three, like you, is yeah. a good number because uh, I like the melody. I mean, it's still a strong melody. I love his voice, and like I say, he's a becoming prince you know yeah. so i i like it i, I mean uh, as a as a prince purist and as a prince lover it's a song i would uh, recommend for people to listen to i mean nowhere near is uh, masterpieces that would come later you know but yeah. uh, still an interesting song to, if you want to be a little bit of a completist
0: yeah i do think that i think as well that like the the main melody the da, 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 i think that is still you have a beautiful you know, voice Darren. <laughs> uh, I try to avoid singing any of the French songs on these movies, so I, you know clearly I'm nowhere near you should I sing think, more I think man it's, I think it's I think it's a it's you know it's a like you say it's a catchy melody so
1: yeah there is something I mean he's written way worse song for sure I mean that, that <laughs> but this one uh, I, I when I listened to it for the show it I remembered it it was still imprinted somewhere in my brain you know
0: yeah so you know it's a, it's worth listening to but like we say probably about a 3 out of 5 I feel like we've said as much as we possibly can about this song so I'm yeah but it was close.
1: great meeting you and i'm looking forward to talk about uh, the other songs in july which are even closer to my heart is there anything that you wish to plug before we go Jean? uh well it's a little hard because i have a podcast but it's in french so uh, your listeners are mostly anglo-saxon <laughs> but uh, if anybody wants to learn french uh, you can listen yeah. to Abracadapod, like abracadabra but p-o-d in the end Abracadapod. Yep on SoundCloud and iTunes and it's also like a, a comedy podcast about movies that I do uh, sometimes with my brothers and sometimes by myself uh, and you can follow us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or you can follow us
0: on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com though I don't know why you would email us but you know you can if you wish uh, thanks very much for being my guest today, Dijon
1: my pleasure anytime and otherwise goodbye take care